In this week's parsha, Parshat Vayechi, we see the end of Sefer Bereshit, and along with it, Yaakov Avinu gives a personalized bracha to each of the twelve shatim. Interestingly, we see that when it comes to Shimon and Levi, Yaakov doesn't really bless them. He gives them criticism of their rage and their destruction and their anger, right? Because it's stemming from their actions with Shechem, where, where Shechem, they, they kidnapped Dina, and Shimon and Levi went and killed the entire city. And so Yaakov Avinu, from, from there, he, he saw that they had rage and anger, and he cursed them. He said, you shouldn't be so angry. Yet when we look at the brachot that Moshe gives Am Yisrael at the end of the Torah, right, all the way, all the way at the end, Moshe gives such a huge brachot to Levi. He praises him tremendously. But if you look, Moshe doesn't even mention the tribe of Shimon. He really hints to them, but Shimon doesn't get a brachot at all at the end of, at the, end of the Torah. And so we have to ask, what changed from Yaakov's time to Moshe, right? Why did Levi end up getting a bracha while Shimon did not, right? It, it seemingly they were in the same boat to begin with. When it came to Yaakov, they both got the same criticism. They were paired together. But then at the end of the Torah, it's like split almost. It's, the Levi gets a huge bracha, and like, like they, they merited a whole bracha while Shimon was like kind of left out. Like they didn't get mentioned at all. What changed? What, what was revealed about Levi that, that Shimon was just left in the dust? So if we look back at the story of Dina and with Shechem, at first glance, it doesn't seem like Shimon and Levi even did anything wrong that Yaakov was upset with them, right? When Yaakov asked them, how could he do such a thing and kill the whole city? They answered, oh, should they treat our sister like a zona? Like, should they treat her like, like, a, like a harlot? And we see that Yaakov doesn't even answer back. He remains silent over there. He doesn't tell them anything. He doesn't argue back with them. He's, he just, he remains silent. And so Rav Sadok from Nativ Arya, he explained that in truth, Yaakov didn't know if they were right or wrong. He didn't know if what they, if inside they were correct. Why? Because he knew that, it, it, that to take revenge, it was a, it was a dangerous act, and if it, he wasn't sure if this revenge that Shimon Levi took on the whole city of Shechem, he didn't know where it was coming from. If it was a Shem Shamayim, and then it, then Shimon Levi that they really felt bad for their sister, then it was great. It, it was I mean it was a good act, but it was also possible that it stems from this desire to to kill and cause violence. Yaakov knew that Shimon and Levi they have a tendency to be a little bit more violent, a little more ferocious, and they had a tilt towards being the uh, tilt towards being involved in fighting and midat hadin strict justice. And in that case, it was stepping from this bad midah of violence, and, and therefore it was not a correct act at all. Yaakov didn't know where the, this killing was coming from, therefore he remained silent and he didn't answer. And so only later on in his life he made sure to let them know that this violence could be used in both ways, Hashem Shemaim and really bad. So he gave them Musar to hopefully guide them in the right path with that anger and that, that, that tendency to be violent. Now, jump many, many years to the Egel Hazahav, right? The Cheta Egel with the golden calf. We see that after the sin, after Zan Moshe, he or- in, 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 after talking with Hashem, they order the killing of th- almost 3,000 men for, for, for the sin, right? Because we know the punishment for Avodah Zarah is death. So we get to see... Um, 3,000 men get killed. And so we ask, who were the ones who, who administered this killing? Right? Who were the ones who carried out this punishment? It was the Leviim. Right? If you look over there, it was the Leviim who killed the 3,000 men. They were the ones who were loyal to Hashem. And we see here that they're using this, this violent nature to kill Lashem Shamayim. They were killing other Jews. It had to be Lashem Shamayim. You can't kill other Jews because you like violence. They're, they're Jews. It, it was obviously it was Lashem Shamayim here to carry out this punishment that Hashem demanded, but it was, it was their, they were using their violence, Lashem Shamayim. And even later on, when we have the story of Bilam and Balak who are trying to get Yisrael to sin with their woman to, to do Zanut. And we see that the leader of Shevet Shimon, Zimri ben Salu, he was involved in it, right? He, 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 he had a big plan. He, he was uh, in front of everyone. He was sinning. And it was Pinchas who was from Shevet Levi. Pinchas was the one who carried out his punishment and went and took a spear and killed him. And again, we see that from Shevet Levi, this violence is being used Hashem Shemaim. Hashem rewarded Pinchas over there because Hashem knew it was Hashem Shemaim. He didn't just want to kill because it's his part of his tendency, it's part of his nature. He was killing it solely because, he was killing the Zimri solely 
only because he was it was he felt it was the right thing to do for for Hashem's honor and for for the, for the honor of Am Yisrael. And so what we don't see we don't see Shevet Shimon ever expressing their violence in a positive manner. We only see it from Levi. And so this is why Moshe only gave Shevet Levi a bracha and not Shevet Shimon. Yaakov Avinu was in doubt whether their killing in Shechem was a Shemshemayin or not. But after all those years, it became revealed to Moshe who was really using the violence for the right reasons and who wasn't. Moshe understood this and therefore he blessed them appropriately. He gave Levi a huge bracha, but Shimon he left out. And this also perhaps explains why Yosef, right? Yosef, when his brothers came to get food, he specifically put Shimon in jail and not Levi, right? He separated them because he knew they were dangerous, but he specifically put Shimon, not Levi, because he knows that it was Shimon who has the the, the, the uh, tilt, not so much the Shem Shemaim, but, but Levi was fully the Shem Shemaim. And so, and then that, that perhaps explains what Yosef was doing there, because he, he was their brother, and he could have recognized um, what their true tendency was. Because in front of your father, you might hide it, you might act better, but Yosef, since he was closer with Shimon and Levi, so he, he understood. And so the, the lesson for us is clear, right? When it comes to doing something that's good in this world, like a mitzvah, you could be the Shem Shemaim, you could be, it could not be, it, it really doesn't matter. A good thing, is, a good act is a good act. But when it comes to doing things that are potentially bad things, like using our violence, or other midot, like a midat adin, or kaas, or, or, or anything, we have to make sure that it's being properly channeled right? we have to be real with ourselves and, and we have to understand and, and look deep inside ourselves and ask ourselves why we decide to do what we do every rationalization that we make every excuse we make we think to ourselves that we're doing the right thing but we have to learn to not allow our heart to convince us that we're always right, right? we have to be real and see our biases and understand where we're coming from and so in this way we can be sure to bring the Mashiach and make that soon our days Amen Shabbat Shalom Barach.